Hello there, and welcome to The Time Machine with Trish and Mike. I'm Mike. And I'm Trish. And we're glad you're with us on this very special Canada Day, Independence Day, special edition of The Time Machine. How are you? Extravaganda. Yes. Yes, we, we, <laughs> should, we should add more adjectives to the title of this, uh, of this episode. <laughs> Happy Canada Day, Trish. I know it's, it's, uh, it's Canada Day for you today. Yeah. It is. Thank you very much, Mike, and happy early Independence Day. Thank you. I'm sure that our our friends listening in England probably aren't uh, too thrilled about this week's episode, but hey, you know, we it's won. happens, man. <laughs> yeah, we won that one. So, you know, we're going to kind of be proud of it. Anyway, <laughs> so we thought we would do something a little bit different for this week's episode. We're not going to have the traditional time machine aspect where we go back and look at historical events but rather we would kind of look at some of the differences whether they be historical differences or just general day-to-day life differences between Mm -hmm. our two countries and so that is what we're going to do today yep sounds like a good plan to me so um so a couple interesting facts though about canada and the u.s which is bigger do you know this trish which is bigger like landmass landmass yep Oh, Canada. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Canada, and this is this will probably blow some Americans' minds listening to it, but Canada is, but it's not by as much as you would think. It's 1.6% larger than the United States. So Canada comprises of about 3.85 million square miles, and America is 3.79 square miles. So it's relatively speaking, they're very similar in size. But the, is that including your territories? Um, you know, to be honest with you, I don't know. But most of our territories are so small that we're it's not going to, it wouldn't make that much of a difference, right. I don't think. Even if that was just comparing the 50 states, right. or that may, that might even be the 48 states, to be honest. I really don't know. Yeah. Um, but the big difference comes in population size. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And this goes back actually to the basically the history of the founding of our country, right? Your country was founded on people seeking uh, like a whole new community and religious freedoms. Whereas Canada was like, well, we don't really want to live there, but we'll take those beaver furs and head on back to Europe. Right. And so we have about 307 million Americans compared to (laughs) about 33.4 million Canadians. So, yeah. And most of us live right on your border. We're like knocking on your back door. (laughs) Pretty much, which is why when you, if you just looked at the population, then you get into the landmass, you go, Mm -hmm. wait, how is Canada that big? And then you, when you actually look at it and you zoom out on the map and you see all that stuff to the north and go, oh, that's still yeah. part of Canada. Yeah. Yeah. We actually have the the longest, I don't know if it's like dispute or if it's technically classified as a war between ourselves and I believe it's Denmark. Now I'm like drawing a blank on the Scandinavian country, but way, way, way up north, Canada's always tried to assert its northern sovereignty. And there's an island that uh, Denmark claims is theirs and Canada claims is ours. And every couple of months, Either side goes and, and switches the flag of the other nation and leaves a alcoholic drink. 
<laughs> so, so it's like a international battle of uh, capture the flag or something, basically. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but at least it's kind of done somewhat tongue in cheek, and yes. and everybody kind of has a little bit of fun with it. Yeah, so, that's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll get just we'll just jump right in. Uh, so since you're a teacher, mm-hmm. I figured we'd start with kind of schools. That might be a good place okay. to start. So um, schools in Canada, like what age do kids start going to school? Like here we have like typically uh, a four year old might go to a preschool type, yep. a pre-K, a kindergarten. Or, or, mm-hmm. Do you do you have kindergarten there? Is that a thing? Yeah. So okay. there's kindergartens. In most provinces, I grew up in Nova Scotia, where for whatever reason, we called it grade primary. Okay. So So here, and when I say here, I mean Florida, but I mean, generally, I think most of the U.S., there are going to be some geographical Mm -hmm. differences in terminology, which I'll get to in a second. But typically speaking, a five-year-old is going to go to kindergarten. And then beyond that, it goes like elementary school is kindergarten through fifth grade, or as you like to call them, grade fives. Yes. Um. And then sixth through eighth grade is commonly known as middle school or sometimes junior high school, depending on what part of the country you might be in. Mm -hmm. Um, There are some high schools. Most high schools would be ninth through 12th grade. There are some high schools that have like separate ninth grade centers. So like when you go into ninth grade, you're kind of more in your own bubble as opposed Mm -hmm. to being in the high school. And um, there's some wiggle room on the whole middle school, junior high thing, because there are some parts of the country where elementary school goes to sixth grade and Mm -hmm. junior high or high school is like seventh to ninth grade. So it just kind of, it can kind of depend a little bit. Yeah. Um, That's kind of, it's similar to here. And we're, we're much like you guys, whereas um, like each state is in charge of their education, right? You, yeah, each state does. And then there's also uh, another breakdown at the county level to oh, oversee schools. Yeah. Okay. So we have uh, our, each province is in charge of the education. Typically, you can put your kid into preschool, which is there's like a, th- a three-year-old group and a four-year-old group. And then typically you go into kindergarten in grade five. Grade five is not a requirement in our system, though. So some kids do just show up in grade one after having never been in kindergarten. And then elementary typically is K to six, middle school seven to nine, and then high schools 11 to 12. But I had a situation in my high school you, in Nova mean, Scotia where- You mean 10 to 12? What did I say? You said junior high was seven to ninth, then high school was 11th and 12th. Oh no, 10 to 12. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Well, I don't teach math. I'm just joking. <laughs> I well, have a brain. If 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 you've ever Model. listened to one of our episodes, you know Trish is not um, not the We're math not major. <laughs> no, but I had a situation like where what you mentioned with the grade nines being kind of bubbled. So there wasn't enough room at my junior high for the grade nines. So we ended up going into the high school, but the high school was all semestered except for grade nine. So they were kind of kept by themselves. And then we went into a semestered system in grade 10. And then in our area, at least here in Alberta, you can go to Catholic school uh, if you meet certain requirements or public school. And both are funded by the government. But then we also have uh, charter homeschool and private school. And that's kind of kind of the same here. We have public schools, which are ran at the county level. Um, mm-hmm. And then you do have private schools, which could be, you know, 
Christian schools or Catholic yeah. schools or, or what have and you. That, people get really upset here that Catholic schools are basically publicly funded. They're like, why are we paying for that? But there's there's a situation called collective rights uh, within certain provinces that extend that right individuals. Gotcha. So the issue yeah. we have here, so we do have private schools, which are separate and private. They're yeah. self-funded. We do have charter schools, which there's some wiggle room on that. Uh, some of them do receive some public funding, and there's, okay. at least here in Florida, been a lot of debate about parents being able to basically get a credit, for lack of a better word, that they can use, because as a taxpayer, you're paying into the mm-hmm. school system, and you basically can get what you spend in taxes right. towards schools and get a credit to apply that for your kid to go to a charter school. It's kind of because that's when you get into, well, then is, is state money going to a religious right. school or something? So there, there's some yep. wiggle room on that. And homeschooling is a thing here as well. You, you can mm-hmm. be homeschooled. And so. ours is every student receives a certain amount of funding from the government, but that funding can over can only be used for certain aspects of education like it can't go maybe towards building maintenance it has to go towards teacher salaries or whatever or textbooks or yeah computers or something yeah yeah like I work at a private school and so every kid comes with that certain amount of money and you have to be registered at your school by the end of September and then the government sends that money to whatever school you're registered at and then the parents pay a tuition on top of that government funding gotcha okay so we're we're similar but different and i think that's kind of be a common thread as we go through some of these things where there are some similarities but some slight differences so yeah. uh, like what's the uh, the driving age up there so uh everywhere else it is 16 in alberta it's 14 you can get your your learners but you have to have it for two years and then mm-hmm. at 16, you can actually go for your appropriate test and beginners. Okay. All right. So typically, like in Florida, you can get your learners at 15 and your mm-hmm. regular license at 16. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you do have some restrictions on that until you turn uh, 18. Like yeah, there's certain, certain hours late at night that you can't drive. And um, like even with a learner's permit, there's only certain hours you can drive. Like I think mm-hmm. and it's been so long for me, but I think like with a learner's license, you can drive. You have to have somebody in the car with you, yeah. obviously. Um, I think you can drive up to like 10 at night. And then oh, when you get freeze. when you get a regular license, you can drive up until midnight or something. And then like when you're 17, you can drive until one. And then when you're 18, okay. you can drive whenever you want. Um, there are a handful of states that you can get a learner's license at 14. Arkansas- it typically tends to be like farming states or farming areas because the kids are using the farm equipment. Yeah. And that kind of backs up actually, uh, the states that allow a 14 year old to get a learner's mm-hmm. license, uh, Arkansas, Iowa, Kansas, North Dakota, and Alaska. Oh, you can get learner's licenses at 14. And we call ours, so it's a graduated license once you get past your learners or the beginners, the first one. And then we used to nickname it the Cinderella license because you weren't allowed to drive after midnight, I think until about <laughs> six in the morning. And yeah. then you can't have any alcohol in your system or what, what, you get you, big, big trouble. Well, you, what's the drinking age? So the drinking age in Canada is um, 18 in Alberta and Quebec and 19 everywhere else. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's 21 here. So I, know. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. And when you said that, I'm like, wait a minute, you shouldn't be drinking anyway. No. 
Uh-huh. That's, well, and we used to do like when I lived in Ottawa for the summer, right? When I, I mentioned we would go yeah. sneak over to Catno Hall and, and have an alcoholic beverage there because it was a you year could. younger. Yeah. And when I turned 18 and came out to Alberta for my brother's wedding, it was like, all right, we're taking Trish to the bar. And it was kind of weird to go to the bar with my brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that fun. Yeah. That's neat. The, um, now, what about on cars? So, like here, we can get customized and specialty license plates. Is that a thing up there? So, yeah, we can get like, um, you can get certain sports teams like the, um, oh, now I have to change it because our, our sports team actually just changed the Edmonton Eskimos just changed to the Edmonton Elks and we can get Oilers. So the Edmonton Oilers, you can get a special license plate mm-hmm. or you can get, if you're a veteran, you can get veteran plates. You can get vanity plates where you have like a, a you know, the name on the back. Right. But they have to be appropriate names or the government will like kick it to the curb and you can't use it. Yeah, that, that's the same here. Although I'm I'm guessing much like our cereal aisles, we probably have a few more options than you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you comes. do. <laughs> so I actually went on to the state of Florida and I counted them up. Oh, my gosh. How many? I'm nervous. OK, so uh, disclaimer, this is not counting government issued plates, law enforcement plates or commercial plates. So. Um, Because there are certain plates that like uh, the sheriff's office, sheriff cars may have or um, Department of Transportation vehicles or commercial plates like on semi trailers and that sort of thing. So not counting all of that, there are currently 133 plates available in the state of Florida. That's a lot. So I just went and looked on um, on the Alberta government website and you can get three. (laughs) <laughs> you can you can get a uh, well four you can get a regular one you mm-hmm. can get a flames one you can get an edmonton oilers one or you can get a support our troops one. okay so we have here obviously all the sports teams so you know the uh, the magic the heat in basketball the lightning and panthers hockey bucks jaguars dolphins football <laughs> rays and marlins baseball so right there that's like you know 11 a lot. um all the colleges, so Florida, Florida State, UCF, Miami, oh USF, all those. Then you get into military plates, you know, like Air Force, Navy, etc. Mm. Um, there's tons of different specialty causes, you know, like um, to uh, funding for the arts or right. um, just, you know, whatever. There's uh, memorial plates, so we actually do have. I'll I'll send, I'll, I'll send you this. We'll post this on the thing. Um, there's actually a commemorative plate that you can get for recognizing the uh, Columbia and Challenger disasters. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and so here, if you want to and you pay anything, you, you pay a little extra, and the money goes to right. these schools and causes and stuff. But, See, here people just put like a plate cover for anything that they want to support, like, like a tag or like frame. a decal, yeah, or yeah. a decal decal. Decal. There we go. <laughs> decal. Oh. For like ever after that debate, I was I was double guessing. I'm like, what do I actually say now? I don't even know. It's so funny. So and I was going to um, say something oh, that popped up in a conversation. Speaking of cars, mm-hmm. there is a game that I grew up with called Padiddle. Have you ever heard of a Padiddle? Padiddle. I can't say that I have, but this might be something where we have something similar. We just like call a it different name. a different name, right? Okay, so a padiddle is when you're driving with your friends and you see a car that has one headlight out and okay. you go padiddle and you punch the top of the roof. Okay. And we you, all right. you just win by having the most padiddles. Okay. We have <laughs> we have something similar. It's called a punch buggy. 
Yeah, we have that. Okay. And that's where when you see like a little Volkswagen bug beetle, mm-hmm. you punch, you know, somebody in the car. Oh, Prefer- preferably, well, preferably not the driver. You know? See, with a with a padiddle, you can also punch the other person if you want. It's usually the roof though. Oh. So you don't have any game for like a missing headlight. Not that I'm oh. not at least that I've ever heard of, or maybe I've just been on road trips with the wrong people, but uh, I'm not aware of that one. Padiddle. Because it's it said when I Googled it, like when I was talking to Nick and I brought it up and he hadn't heard of it either. I was like, well, it does say that it's a Canadian and American slang term. So somewhere in America, someone's using it. Maybe in like Minnesota or something. Minnesota, somewhere that's close yeah. to us. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I don't know. Wisconsin. Andy, get back to us. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Okay, so explain your milk situation, because I have heard of the legend of Canadian oh. milk before. This this is yes. something that is quite different from what we do here. So, it's not every province, but okay. I grew I grew up in the East Coast where your make your milk is in a bag. You get bagged milk. So you so go think to of the... like a giant uh, squirt. Like, do you guys have squirt, squirt. Or, or juice juice bags? Um, squirt bags. bags. You, no. Juice boxes, but in a bag. Yeah, not uh, well. We have like Capri Sun. They come in like little pouches. Oh, that's like a pouch. No, this is yeah. like an actual, like, think of a bean bag. That's okay. just like a plastic mm-hmm. square that's just full of juice. No. No? Okay. No. So we also have those then. But you would get uh, three. Yeah, kind of like that. Kind of like that. Yeah. The, the, your, I'm, the I'm holding up an, an air pillow that, you know, you pillow. use for packing. Um, so basically yeah. this, but with juice, juice or inside. milk. And you can okay. stick, a, stick a straw and there's a little circle where you stick your straw in, like the Capri pouch capri suns okay yeah that yeah capri suns we have um but yeah no, but you our, get, sorry no i was gonna say our, our milk does not come in bags like oh, that. no we no. get you get three two liter bags in a bigger bag <laughs> okay so so that three way inside it's, of a big one and you have special you. containers mm-hmm. yeah you have special containers like a kool-aid container like a you pitcher. Stick the milk yeah. In. Yeah. A pitcher. You stick the milk in and you can buy little magnets that stick on your fridge to like slice the ends off. Or you can just use scissors or I would just use like a knife. I moved here and it was all in cartons. So or or jugs. Gotcha. So it's it's good that you have like many bags in the bag because since it's sealed, it's not as. Right. You only open kind of the bag that you need. That way it lasts longer because the other ones are still unopened yeah 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 that that's good take up a lot of room in your fridge obviously here in america we typically get ours in either a you know like a cardboard carton or a plastic jug Mm. that's what i'm used to but legendary it was really weird to move and i'm like where (laughs) it's interesting that it's different in you know different provinces that it varies like that so i have a few questions for you (laughs) Okay. What in the world is going on with like your your um, pharmaceutical ads? Like growing up, we used to get a lot of American <laughs> television, uh-huh. and you would always get these ads, and it was like, "Ask your doctor, ask your doctor about this medicine." And I'm like, "Can the doctor just tell you what you need?" So in Canada, you never go to the doctor and say, "Oh, I read about such and such a medicine. I want to try it." You go to the doctor, and they're just like, "I'm going to prescribe this to you." Gotcha. Okay, so this actually kind of brings up one of the misconceptions i guess i'll say about okay. canada and the u.s with healthcare because a lot of people think canadians have free health care which y- you don't because you pay for it with your taxes, yeah, taxes. basically yep. 
Um, but you typically, when you go to a doctor, you don't have to pay anything, right? No, nothing okay. other than like, you have to pay for, if you're asking for like a sick note because you've missed work, that's like 25 bucks. So they charge you to write a note. Yeah. <laughs> what a, what a poopy head. Um, do you have to pay for prescriptions? Um, I, sometimes you have to pay. It depends on if you have, um, coverage through work or if you pay for independent insurance. Okay. But so you, like for me, I hardly ever have to pay for anything. Like my, my coverage through work covers everything. Okay. So that, that is kind of interesting. So you don't have to pay to go to the doctor, but you potentially would have to pay for medicine. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's, I didn't know that. That's interesting. So here, uh, obviously we, we have healthcare. Now we have a government programs for healthcare for those right. that, you know, meet a certain income level or disability requirement. Um, but the general person will have insurance. Usually um, that's somewhat, at least partially, sometimes fully paid for by your employer. Although okay. most of the time it's, they're just paying like half of it or something. And then you, you would get the rest of it deducted out of your check to finish paying for your okay. insurance. You go to a doctor, you and this is where your plan can vary. Some of them, after you spend X amount in a year, everything is covered. Some of them you pay every time you go. Um, so like to go to a primary doctor, you might pay 30 or $40 as a copay. Um, a specialist might be more like 60 or 70. Again, it can vary from plan to plan. I'm just kind of throwing out some generic numbers based on different plans I've had over time. And uh, then you go to you know the pharmacy, same thing with prescriptions. There are some prescriptions that are totally free that the pharmacy just, because they're just so cheap that, you know, or generic versions of that you know, it's not mm. worth the billing. It doesn't meet the, the copay requirements. So they just like here, we'll, you know, and it hooks you in. It's like, okay, I get something oh, okay. for free. Uh, I'll go there to get my more expensive stuff filled too. Um, oh, okay. Now, Very as far as, so the advertising you see, that's from the pharmaceutical companies. So whenever they come out with a new drug, like, okay, Viagra mm -hmm. was the big one back in the 90s that they came up with. Well, doctor's probably not going to ask you about, so how's it going? You know, how's that ED right, <laughs> exactly. So that would be a situation where Pfizer spends the money to get the Viagra name out there. You go talk to your doctor. Hey, doc, listen, I could use a little help. I got oh. you. Y your friend, Mr. Blue has got you. Here's some little blue pills. Go, you know. Um, but yeah, so pharmaceuticals obviously, you know, advertise because it's in their interest. And of course, they send reps to these doctor's offices to say, right. hey, we've got this new drug. We think you should try it, blah, blah, blah. Oh, just it's so different. We don't do that. But I should say also with our with our medicine, like if I'm in the hospital for anything, I don't pay for any prescriptions. Like it's all just taken care of. Gotcha. So when I went for my thyroid removal, I actually had an inner ear infection and I was actually worried they were going to cancel the surgery. But while I was in the hospital, even though I brought my anti, anti, um, antibodies, uh, antibiotics with me, they still gave me new ones in the hospital and didn't charge me. Huh. I was like, oh, sweet. And then yeah. we, we pay for dentistry, obviously, if it's not covered by your insurance mm -hmm. and yeah. eyes. Yeah, my insurance doesn't cover glasses or or getting my eyes checked. But in Alberta, kids under I think it's sixteen or fourteen are covered totally. See, and now that's a difference. So when I was talking about insurance, I was speaking of general health insurance that you right. have, dental insurance, and uh, eye exams and all that stuff. Are they Vision insurance that's totally separate. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And same thing. Some places provide them. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, some you know your employer will 
pick up like half the cost or in some cases, you know, they, all of it. Um, right. Obviously, those plans are a little bit cheaper because they're more limited in scope. Right. But yeah, your your general health insurance is not going to cover you going to an eye doctor to get a pair of glasses or something or the dentist, right? It's a separate insurance. Hmm. Um, And I have a question about your flags. Why do you have so many flags everywhere? (laughs) Like everywhere. I thought um, when I watched American movies and saw like, you know, in Hallmark and they have all the flags or whatever Hallmark Mm -hmm. movies. And then I went to America and I'm like, oh my God, it's real. These flags are everywhere. Are you talking about just like you see the American flag everywhere? Yeah, like the American flags on like everyone's house and every business <laughs> and like every mall. And you're like, oh, my God, there's so many flags. Uh, it's just an American thing. Uh, it's you guys are been, proud. We, we are. We, want, we, we don't <laughs> want anybody getting confused. We want you to know where you're at. Um, so like all government buildings and stuff, of course, will have them. Um, Ours too, yeah. Uh, military bases, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, a lot of businesses just like to fly them. Uh, to be honest with you, I couldn't tell you, you know, did more start doing it after September 11th, maybe. But oh. like, I always kind of remember seeing them in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Um, like I know, depending, going to use the government buildings, for example. So say you're in uh, like the city, you might, you would see a U.S. flag and then flying below it, you might see like a city of Orlando flag. Right. Or something uh, the, okay. so or the state of or you might see like u.s flag state of florida flag and then a city flag or you know something like that right but the, the american Canada, canadians aren't proud of our flag like we love our flag but mm-hmm. like we don't have nearly as many flags flown on <laughs> just residential houses than you guys do <laughs> yeah it's just a thing we do <laughs> so. very interesting it was it was very fascinating yeah and and i have a banking question okay all right. Why do you guys not have e-transfers? <laughs> what are e-transfers? You use PayPal, but PayPal, you have to have a charge. There's like a charge to use it. PayPal? Um, oh. there, there sort of is a charge yeah, for so you PayPal. you guys have PayPal. I mean, we, we use PayPal here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we have PayPal here, but there are some that you can do like through PayPal that are, there's no charge for. Um, it's with no charge. Yeah, it just, it just kind of depends on how you're using it so there's paypal and there's other different cash exchange apps um like there's one here called zelle that's linked into the bank accounts um that you can basically just transfer money to your friend's account you know like i don't get his his account number he links his cell phone number with his bank and i link it with mine and i can send him money or something yeah it just sounds so much more complicated. <laughs> I, I think we, we have it. It's just we probably call these things slightly different. So, yeah, there, there are ways to, to do that. Now, pennies. You guys stopped using the penny a while ago. We still use pennies here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm going to see the date when we phase them out because I can't quite remember. So quick Google is going to tell me. Uh, March 29th, 2012, the federal government announced yeah. it in its budget that it would withdraw the penny from circulation in the fall of 2012. So what's the smallest coin that you use now? We have a, a nickel, so a five cent coin. Okay. So everything just rounds up to the nearest nickel or rounds down, depending on... Uh, if you're paying with uh, plastic right, or your mm-hmm. debit, then it just stays the same. But yeah, it either rounds up or rounds down to the gotcha. nearest five cent. But, it, but if you're paying in cash, then it yeah. rounds. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. 
But I wonder how much it costs you guys to make pennies. Like, that's why we took it out. It just wasn't, it was costing us too much money. Yeah. And to be honest, I don't know, but it's got to be close to, if not more expensive to make them, but we just have not completely phased them out yet. I'm kind of surprised with COVID that it didn't finish wiping the penny out simply because there was, you know, card uh, transactions or digital payments like Apple Pay or something became priority nobody wanted to really do cash anymore right so you gotta figure it's just a matter of time before pennies are not really a thing anymore here yeah because it says it costs about 1.76 cents to make in 2020 yeah so if it's costing more to make it yeah it's not really worth it right but they uh they're still made and we still use them so right okay so this was one this was a new one to me the alphabet okay Uh uh-huh okay now, we use the same 26 letters that you use, uh-huh. but there is a letter <laughs> that there is some uh, debate over. Ah, you mean Z or Z? Yes. <laughs> so we call the last letter Z. Right. And we what say Z. Z. <laughs> Where do you get that from? Uh, I don't know. And actually, because I grew up on the East Coast and we had a lot of Americanized Sesame Street, I say Z. Z? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but other places do say Z, and I'm not entirely sure if it's just, it's, uh, it obviously has to be like a leftover remnant from the Commonwealth, I'm assuming. Yeah, that's the only thing I could figure because I'm like, and maybe because it's just I've grown up seeing that letter and saying Z, but I'm like, why would you even call this Z? But, you know, how do we pronounce any of these letters if you really stop and think about it? Like, right. how do I tell you what a W is? Okay, it kind of looks like a U. Well, how did you name the letter U? You know, like, who came up, oh. with, who came up with how to pronounce letters? Words, I uh, get. See, and I loved figuring out, like, the pronunciation of certain words or, like, where do we get the spelling of certain words? <laughs> That's really fascinating to me. Um I did do a quick Google because mm-hmm. now I'm curious. Okay. And it said that the British and others, I'm assuming Commonwealth countries, mm-hmm. pronounce ZZ owing to the origin of the letter Z, the Greek letter Zeta. Okay. The first known instance of Z being recorded as the correct pronunciation was in Lies' new spelling book published in 1677. Gotcha. In I- America. I would like to state for the record, remember where she moments ago said she likes discovering how to pronounce things? We're getting there because coming oh, up, no, we, no. We, we will have a round two of uh, funky city names and funky city names. Believe me, folks, keep listening to this episode. <laughs> That's all I got to tell you. It's going to be so bad. You get she, the dyslexic person. She, <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, but we're, we're getting there momentarily. I've got a few more here. I think you, you might have a couple more for me. So measurements. Now, this is an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Because you guys really do use like a hybrid system because here in America, we use the imperial system, you know, feet and inches and all that stuff. You clearly use the metric system. Like I know when you're driving, we use miles per hour, you use kilometers per hour, Yeah. but you go to subway, you get a foot long. Yeah. Right. Or a six inch sub. Yeah. Or a six inch sub. But again, either way you're using our system. Uh, If you're, if I ask you what's the weather like, you're going to give me the degrees in Celsius. Yeah, like right now it's 32 degrees here, which right. is like 84 for you guys, I think. 84 sounds nice. It's been like 92 most of the week here, um, which is a little toasty. Um, but like, 
So you, there, there you use Celsius. Yeah. But if I said, I want you to bake some cookies, yeah. you're going to go put the oven on 350. 350. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you're using Fahrenheit. Uh-huh. So it's just, it's, it's like you have no choice. You have to learn two systems, but mm-hmm. you don't really, I guess it doesn't really matter so much because you don't cross use them. Like you use Celsius for temperature outside, but it doesn't matter really what the temperature is on the oven when you're making cookies. You just right. know that it's 350 and you don't yeah. have to think, well, convert it. You just the only the only it. thing we have to convert is like um, when we go for our driver's license, it you, you have to use um, meters like your height and meters and you have to use kilograms for your weight. Okay. And nobody's like, I don't know how many kilograms I am. I know how much poundage I am I know how tall I am in terms of feet and inches so then you have to do a little bit of converting and you're like I don't know I'm five foot two so that's like I don't know how many meters and you figure it out gotcha. <laughs> okay it's like what two meters roughly uh uh-huh. well there's 12 feet no wait there's three feet in a meter so okay, so you so this is where yeah, it came yeah. in, in handy with COVID you guys have to be six feet apart which is one meter right no it's two meters six feet a meter is three feet oh okay Believe me, I've, you already know. Yes, it's one point eight, so almost two, two meters. Okay, so because actually at um <laughs> at the theme parks, all right. right. So because obviously we for reasons that I don't quite fully grasp now that I think about it, because we shouldn't have been having international tourists for a long time, but <laughs> all the signage would say six feet slash two meters. Ah, interesting. Yeah, but again, in hindsight, it's like, wait a minute, should we have really been doing that? Right. <laughs> because we shouldn't have had anybody here. But. Well, we and we got creative around here because it was like, you know, uh, you should stay, <laughs> you should stay two meters apart or it was like 62 Timbits was what Tim Hortons oh, put on there. Yeah, yeah. That's it's nice. Cute. That is true. Although Canadians can now, um, we can leave Canada after July 1st. Today. We can yes. Today. So, so, I'm on so a plane right now. I, I was going <laughs> to say, as you're listening to this, Trish is on a flight to L.A. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite, not quite. But soon. I told you we'd get there soon. And we're well, hopefully, hopefully. There's there's still you have to have a contingency plan of um if you come back and test positive, then you need to have a contingency plan to be in isolation for two weeks. And because of work, like there's only there's a specific time frame that will work for a visit to the United States and there's a lot of factors. Gotcha. It's but it's a lot closer than we thought two or three months closer ago. Closer than we thought yeah. two or three months ago. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, speaking of getting close, we're getting close to to uh going on our our great naming adventure here uh i i think i have pretty much all my questions did you have any more that you want to hit me with i think that i mean we can talk about portion your sizes are huge at fast food restaurants oh yeah that's always that's always blown my mind yeah our portion sizes are bigger here although in some aspects they're smaller than they used to be because in the 90s mcdonald's uh, everybody of course knows what super size is mm-hmm. everybody's heard that term so that actually spawned off from a tie-in that mcdonald's did with jurassic park back oh, that's in 93 mm-hmm. so they offered limited time dino size fries and drinks so they were you know bigger and they proved to be very popular. So after that promotion ended, they just renamed everything supersized. And and I forget right now how many ounces of fries or ounces of drink you got. Um, mm. But it would it stayed around. And then eventually after the movie came out, what, 15 years ago or something, supersize me. 
they eventually got rid of super sizes. I mean, they still have small, medium, and large, but you don't. Yeah, but they don't quite ask you have. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like they'll ask you what size you want your meal, but they don't like say, "Hey, do you want to supersize it?" Right. You know. That's now taken on a negative connotation for their business. Right, but you know, and their fries are good, and McDonald's <laughs> McDonald's has the best Coke anywhere. They do have really good, and they have the best coffee now because. They picked up uh, the bean from Tim Hortons because they switched brands. Ah, okay. So I actually prefer McDonald's coffee over Tim Hortons. Oh, heathen. <laughs> in my Canada card. Well, no, the reason I say they have the best Coke is because McDonald's uses filtered water in their soda fountains. Oh, I did not know. Mm-hmm. So this is, the, this is the trick. If you, next time you have McDonald's and you, you're drinking, you know, your Coke or your Diet Coke or whatever, your choice beverages, they use filtered water in the machines. That's why... If you've ever thought, man, this doesn't quite taste as good as the one I get at McDonald's, that's why. And also, McDonald's doesn't use those stupid um, Coke freestyle machines that I hate. I can't stand those things. Have we, we discussed those we before? Did, yeah, we talked about yeah. those and how they're not really here. Or yeah. At least I haven't experienced you're, them. You're lucky. They're not because the, the stuff <laughs> doesn't come out tasting right. Everybody yeah. here in America knows what I'm talking about. Basically, it's like a giant touchscreen thing and you touch what you want and the Soda is in like a little cartridge that mixes. Think of like an inkjet mm. printer. Yeah. Okay. It's like it injects it and blends with the, you know, the carbonated water. And it just, just now, just not mm. as good. Mm. <sighs> anyway, I'll have to try and then I can agree with you. <laughs> yes. Now we did have two questions that okay. came in off of the Instagram account. All right. Hit me. So we, what had, we, got? we had a question about if Canadians have cowboys. Yes. And yes, okay. we do. So particularly in obviously the prairie provinces of Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we have the stampede. Calgary Stampede. Calgary yep. Stampede. Every it's a summer. go. The premier has has made sure that the COVID restrictions and everything's in alignment so that it can still happen. We'll see what happens after the stampede is over. But um, like there's lots of chuck races, cow roping and all that kind of stuff around here. So you'll see people... It's not like a huge thing where you'll see people walking around with like cowboy hats or boots or like the stereotypical outfit, but it's yeah. not like not uncommon to see those things. But it's definitely depends where you're at, because I'm sure it's more yeah. of an Alberta or Manitoba thing. N- mm-hmm. Not so much in Ontario. No, not so much. And then we also have like the interesting mix of like heterites, which are almost like the Amish. Hmm. So you see like those individuals using carts and horses and things like that. But it's funny that... um the cowboy culture actually came from America when the first herders kind of came up from the States. In 1811, we used to call, or they were called buckaroos. So from the United Territories of Oregon and Washington, they began driving beef cattle into British Columbia to sell to the prospectors that had come up for the Fraser River gold rush. Uh, and so then they said around um, the 1870s, they changed the name from buckaroos to cowboys. Mm. when they came into the Canadian pro- prairie province. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And actually our two famous cowboys that I learned about are actually formerly Americans. So <laughs> oh, yeah. we had, we have John Ware, um, who is maybe the most famous Canadian cowboy. He was actually born a slave in South Carolina in 1845 mm. on a cotton plantation. And then after your civil war, he made his way to Texas where he learned how to be a cowboy. And then he came with uh, the first cattle herds to Alberta. And so he would go on to start his own ranch and he's remembered as a legendary cowboy and folk her- hero in the area. So 
kind of interesting. It's like, of course, he would be an American first and then Canada would just adopt him, adopt him. <laughs> and then uh, Bill Miner was an American bandino, bandito, originally from Bowling Green, Kentucky. And he was a well-known stagecoach robber and cowboy, but he had very good manners during his robberies. So um, after he got out of San Quentin, he in California, he relocated to British Columbia and then he started, uh, he's credited with pulling off the first train robbery in Canada. And it occurred September 10th, 1904. And his politeness earned him the nickname, the gentleman bandit. Oh, well. And, if you're, and if you're, he, yeah. he's believed to be the one to coin the phrase hands up. Oh, really? Okay. Apparently so. So I guess he came and had very nice manners. And so Canada's like, yeah, we'll take this cowboy <laughs> bandit individual into our mix. Okay, then. So, yes, Canada has cowboys. Canada has cowboys. Yeah. You can okay. come on up for a, a chuck wagon race. Check them out. Maybe maybe one year I'll make it up there for the Canadian stampede. How about that? Oh, the Calgary one, yeah. Or the Calgary stampede, rather. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. very cool. Good. And our second question from the Instagram account was about the War of 1812. But you could spend, like, We could do whole, a whole show on this. Show sure. on Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, the four groups involved, the Americans, the indigenous, the Canadians and the, uh, the British all have kind of different interpretations of the events that went down. And everyone kind of thought that they won, except for the indigenous <laughs> people. The indigenous people definitely uh, do not feel that they won much of anything in that situation. But it was actually really close that the British uh, could have retaken the American colonies or America because you were your own country by then. Right. So it was actually kind of scarily close. And I don't think a lot of Americans realize how effective the water blockades were by the British and how damaging it was to the economy. So for example, um, America's oceanic trading went from 40 million in 1811 to 2.6 million in 1814. Oh, wow. Right. Drastic change there. Well, it's like, look at that Suez Canal blockage we had a few months ago. Look Mm -hmm. like people don't fully grasp just how much you know shipping on the oceans and waterways can affect things but yeah oh yeah it said 90 percent of federal income fell by 80 percent leaving your administration virtually bankrupt and what basically saved (laughs) americans from being taken back over Mm -hmm. was that napoleon surrendered the war between france and england was over and people were tired and wanted their menfolk home. So they were like, well, okay, we got the Americans to come to the Treaty of, of uh, Ghent. We'll just leave it at that. It's dropping 90%. Sounds like our tourism tax dollars last year went COVID. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Oh. So very, very interesting history. Um, I mean, I would love to do a whole episode on it because it's very fascinating. I The... the uh, individual that asked for this question was like, oh, I bet a lot of Americans don't know how close they were to actually being taken back over. But also a lot of Canadians don't understand kind of the impact of the aggressiveness of America because they really like you guys had manifest destiny. Like it was all about we're just going to take Canada over and Canada is going to become another state or different states. And and uh, it was funny that your administration just thought Canada would also agree with the tyranny of the British and just throw off the yoke. And Canadians were actually really pissed at Americans and thought that they were they were very rude because they came in and they if they didn't come in so aggressively and they hadn't like burned stuff down and pillaged, mm-hmm. we probably would have been more on your side. But so a lot of Canadians don't understand how historically 
uh, important the War of 1812 is either. Gotcha. Well, and maybe maybe that's something we will do on a future episode. If, if you've enjoyed us doing kind of a special episode like this, we are certainly open yeah. to doing more in the future. Um, let us know. But all right, that's right. Uh, I think it's that time. <laughs> or, or do you have another oh, question? Oh no, the time for our names. Yeah. Do, now, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? How nope. you want to do this? Um, I think we should we could take turns. Okay. You could pick a province and I could find a name for you because I, I went through the provinces and found various ones that I thought were kind of interesting or funny. I mean, okay. there's some that are easy to pronounce, mm-hmm. right? Like, um, and it would just be funny to make you say them on air. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> but they're and, very. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's kind of what I have for you as well. Uh, some of these are going to be kind of easy to pronounce, but there might be a cool story to them. Okay. Uh, most of the ones I have for you are Florida, um, but okay. I do have a handful that are not. Um, okay. So, interesting. Um, okay. I mean, it's easier for me to go through 10 provinces and two territories than it is for you to go through like 52 states. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I will always have an endless supply of these for you. Um, that's fine. All right. Uh, so uh, I'm going well, to why don't you share the uh, the screen with me? Well, let's do yours first and then we'll, we'll close with. with well, I was going to I was going to put um, them into the chat because some okay. of them I have the actual pronunciation. I gotcha. OK, <laughs> well, all right. Let me uh, go ahead and pop okay. that up then so I can look at that. OK. OK. So which one do you do you want to pick a province? What do you um, do? I don't care. Just surprise me. Just surprise you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick these two from Nova Scotia because I gotta okay. go with my home province. All right. Fair enough. So here are two for you. Oh wow! These look <laughs> like uh, descriptions or names of stuff at IKEA. Um, it's a, they are a Mi'kmaq in origin, so the indigenous okay. people they speak Maliseet. Moose, moose quo, moose quo de bo. Moose, moose guess. Uh, yeah, that's my guess for the first one. Yeah. Okay. So Muscadabit. Muscadabit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this next one is Kejimijkejuk. Oh, so close. Kejimakujik. Kejimakujik. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I have, here's another one that's like a little bit easier. We'll, we'll we start with the hard <laughs> ones. Uh, Ikum Sikum. Close. Ikum Sikum. Ikum Sikum. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. This one, you have to say this one to make Miriam happy. So my mom, right. this is my mom's village. Mabu. Very good. Mabu. 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 Mabu, Miriam. <laughs> that one's for you. I know. Since she said she's like, fine, if you have to cheer for Tampa Bay. She's, she's I, I have to. willing to let you not cheer. I know. I told her. I mean, come on. It's it's Tampa's down the road. You know, it's uh, but, you know, either way, very excited that the Canadians uh, made the Stanley Cup final. That's yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, we'll see how it plays out. Now, these ones are very simple, but I just thought they were funny. And to make you say them on air is really hilarious to me. So there you go. Yes. OK. Um, We're out of Newfoundland. All right. So, OK. So Dildo, I actually saw <laughs> this as I was doing some research for funky mm-hmm. names. Dildo um spread eagle bay and blow me down yep yep i got a couple like that for you when we get to oh, your, no. <laughs> uh, when we get to our list um okay oh goodness okay here we go here's two from new brunswick for you all right we'll go a little faster since yeah. I, I i i hung around the maritime just because i know that area so well. sure yeah uh miramichi miramchi oh, miramchi that's, that's kind of japanese 
Yeah. And we, we've, as we've discussed, yeah, I can kind of. Yes. As soon as we've discussed, I can kind of speak a little with Japanese names. I'm kind of decent on. And I'm guessing this is tab, Tabusan Attack. Kind of close. Tabusan Attack. Tabins Attack. Tabins Attack. Okay. <laughs> Here is one from Quebec. All right. Seanigan. 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 As a very so it is Shawinigan. Shawinigan. And there is okay. there's a saying known as the Shawinigan handshake, <laughs> which Shawin- is not good. Okay, we'll just leave um, it at that. All right. Well, former prime former prime minister Jean Chrétien had a very famous interaction with a uh, anti poverty protester in 1996, where he basically there's a there's a video of him kind of choke holding the protester oh okay and so it became known as the shawinigan handshake i i gotta <laughs> admit i like that name I, I might steal that one not that i choke people on a regular basis but you know <laughs> but it could be yeah um here's two from bc tofino yeah tofino and you cool it close you cool it you cool it okay yeah all right and uh here this one from our last territory that came into being April 1st, 1999. This is the capital of Nunavut. Is that, okay, that, that fourth letter is an L, right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Equalute. Close. Equalute. Oh, equaluate. Equaluate. Okay. If there'd been an E on the end of that, I might've said equaluate uh, the first time, but yeah. okay. Equaluate, Nunavut. Nunavut. Okay. Nunavut. I would have like a bit of a French accent on there. It's probably not appropriate. <laughs> okay. We always default to French around here. Gotcha. All right. I am going to. So now you're a... going to pop some in here. Okay. Oh, yep. you're going to share your screen. Yep. So that way you can. So you see that whole list right there. Oh, so no. that way you, you can just. That way it's easier. You could just kind of <laughs> run down the list and then I will um, fill in a little uh, extra with okay. some of those. All right. So. So do you want me to read through the whole list? Uh, yeah. Just read through the list and I'll kind of hit you with a couple of things about them as we go. All right. So okay. Go. So Brevard County. Yes. Very good. Okay. So Brevard County is over on the Space Coast. That's where like the Candy Space Center and everything is. Okay. And fun fact, in 1999, they added a new area code because the area around Central Florida had grown so much. So their area code over there is 321. Oh, as in, okay. you know, 321. One, go. Go. Lift off. Yep. Ah, I like that. That's cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hillsborough. Yep, Hillsborough County. And then the next one is uh Pinellas. Yeah, Pinellas County. Okay. So those okay. those are both over on like the Tampa Tampa Bay. Well, area. that's where my, my friend lives in Pinellas. Oh Pinellas. okay. Yeah. So yeah. I noticed I know that word. Gotcha. So Hills, uh, Hillsborough is like Tampa, and then Pinellas is like uh West Tampa Bay. That's more like St. Pete Clearwater. All right. Okay. Uh Escambia. Escambia. Yep. That's Escambia. the that's the uh, westernmost and the oldest county in the state of Florida. So that is mm. up in the panhandle. So that's like what borders Alabama. Okay. Uh, Wakula. Wakula County. Yep. That's up near Ooh. Tallahassee. The choppy. Sop- choppy. Yes. So this, <laughs> th- this town of 492 people is home to the annual w- warm, warm grunting festival. Warm grunting? Warm, like little animals. Worms. A worm. Worm, worm grunting worm festival. Yes. Um, so what is that about? Uh, warm, warm. I don't know why I keep trying to say warm. 
worm charmers will worm drive charmers. wooden they will drive wooden stakes into the ground and mm-hmm. rub them with like metal slabs causing vibrations so the worms will surface where they are then gathered and used or sold for fishing bait that's a worm charmer <laughs> yeah that sounds like a put that on your resume it's I like the just... guy what do, we said about the, the person who drops the ball yes at the Times square that's right the interesting resume <laughs> um is it mosquito county mosquito can do they have mosquitoes in canada we have lots of mosquitoes okay. it's awful yeah. so mosquito county is actually the historic name for most of eastern florida back in the 1800s oh. so like orange county seminole county lake county polk county like a whole the whole eastern half basically of central florida was one giant county that was mosquito county and in 1844 they cut it in half the south end became saint lucia county which eventually would go on to be renamed brevard county and the northern half was renamed orange county and that's the area that has orlando in oh that's very cool but why would you want to name your county after mosquitoes I don't know. That was the 1800s. Their options were limited. (laughs) Their options were limited. So I'm going to say Lee Reed County. Yes. So here, this is actually kind of an interesting backstory on this one. So it was a proposed county. It's not an actual county. It was proposed to honor general and legislator Lee Reed after he was assassinated. In 1842, the Democrats passed a bill that would have renamed what was Mosquito County as Lee Reed County. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there are some that claim that the bill passed, but there's no legislative records of the bill. And what happened is kind of unclear. Some claim that a clerk withheld the bill and others claim that the governor at the time who did not get along with Reed refused to sign the bill. And one historian says that the governor claims that he signed the bill, but through some misadventure, the law never appeared on the books. Interesting. I want to hmm. know. Got to find out that mystery. Right. Uh, this one's cute. Fluffy Landing. I want to live in Fluffy Landing, Florida. I have to be honest. Until I did this research, I didn't know Fluffy Landing existed. So. <laughs> well, now we can add it to our bucket list of when I right. go visit. I will. I will find it and we can we can make it happen. All right. Flor- Florida town. Yes. You could tell we, we got real original after a while. <laughs> Florida town, Florida population 244. Uh, Lorita. Uh, nope. This is actually Lorida. Lord. So, oh, like Florida. Like Florida. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it was originally named Istokpoga, which was oh. a seminal name, but it was changed because the post office refused to accept it because there was a similar post office or uh, there was another post office in the state with a similar name oh, interesting. so they changed the name to Florida. like just drop the f yep get the f out uh, get the f out of florida mm-hmm. uh that should be a slogan if that's not your slogan florida florida like come on get the f out <laughs> right give us <laughs> royalties right well i love it um mechanopy 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 mm-hmm Niceville, how cute is that? Yes, mm-hmm. Niceville. Oh, yep. Possum Bluff, that's pretty epic. Yeah. I mean, that's what possums do, right? Uh, Appala- okay, hold on. Appalachicola, Appalachicola, Appalachicola. Mm-hmm. It almost looks like the Appalachian Mountains, yeah, uh, kind of. Okay, Duden, Dunedin, Dunedin, yes, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Interlochen, Interlochen, Interlochen. 
and to lock. Oh, I should know that. My nephew's name is Lachlan, and it's spelled the beginning the same way at the beginning. Uh, Hope he doesn't um, listen to the show. <laughs> he does. Oh, no, Lachlan. It's because Auntie can't read. Um, Pompano? Pompano Beach. Yep. Pompano. Okay. Now there's. Now we're getting into other places. I almost went to scroll down because like, mm-hmm. I have control over your screen. I think uh, I have control as oh. well. Yep. Okay. No, I was like trying to. Okay. It didn't work. <laughs> All right. Uh, Renoke, Virginia. Roanoke, Virginia. So the Roanoke. Or- this was originally known as Big Lick. <laughs> and it got its name from the salt that would uh, develop ah. and the wildlife would come, like the deer would come and right. lick near the, the Roanoke lake. River. So, Cute. yeah. Uh, St. Augusta, Minnesota. Yeah. So, actually, for a short time, this city was renamed Ventura, Minnesota after the then governor. Governor Jesse Ventura in 2000 Hmm. because they were who ironically got his wrestling ring name from Ventura, California. (laughs) Um, And they did this to avoid getting annexed by the nearby city of St. Cloud. But it has since reverted back to St. Augusta. Yep. And this one, now I have to add it to my bucket list. So Minnesota, (laughs) you watch out. I'm coming. Uh, Little Canada. (laughs) Little Canada, Minnesota. Yeah, I I, I found that. So I got to throw that one in there for you now i i have uh we're running out of time here for this week's show but i have got some some fun ones here that we will get into at at another point but okay before we go you got like the dirty list (laughs) uh well i'll go ahead uh, i will go ahead and tell you there is intercourse pennsylvania yeah we have an intercourse saskatchewan i think Ah. it's in saskatchewan um Although it's what's funny about Intercourse, Pennsylvania, is it's about eight miles from Blue Ball, Pennsylvania. <laughs> That's we'll pretty just, perfect. We'll just leave. <laughs> we'll just leave that one alone for right now, because it is time for the grand finale. Trish, are you ready? What? I'm ready. Because there's one more. This is a lake. Oh, okay. A lake. Yes. Wait, Wait, I might know. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't think you know this one. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Oh no! What is this? <laughs> I thought you were gonna have like. Lake City Haha or whatever it's called. Nope. Uh, oh my. Okay. Is that, I, I can't see the whole thing. Is that the whole thing? Does it end with an A? Uh, no, hold on. I think I need to make it wider because I've got it narrower on my screen. There right. we go. Oh my goodness gracious me. Okay. Okay. To, Ooh, to, there's to, like to, how many letters in this? I, I was just going to say for, for those that are wondering why she is so bum fuzzled at this point, uh, this lake has 45 letters and is made <laughs> up of 14 syllables. Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, okay. Car, car, gog, go. No, wait. Car, gog, gag, og, man, to, uh, go, cow, <laughs> gun, game, ag. How now, brown cow? You did okay. I'll give you like half a point for, for trying. Hey. Uh, so it is Lake. Chargagagog, Manchuagog, Chaba, Agangog, Magaga. Oh my goodness, that's a mouthful. Where is this place? Uh, its short name is known as Lake Chabunagungamug. Lake Chugugugugamug? Which, in and of itself, would be a well, fun there's... one to give you to say it, but it's also. There's no bees in there. Where are they getting the bees? <laughs> I Well, there's a bee towards the end. Sure. It's like the 30th oh, letter. Oh, Bungagung. Okay, you're right. Bunagung. Um, or you could just call it Webster Lake, and this is in Webster, Massachusetts. Okay, well, Massachusetts, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not going to go find this. I'm going to head to Minnesota. Little Canada. Little Canada's calling. 
Yes. <laughs> Speaking of calling, it is time to call it a day. On this episode, we thank you for joining us. We hope you've enjoyed your stay here at Lake Chargagagag Manchuagag Chabunaganagagamug. Please right. come back. Rate us five stars on TripAdvisor or Yelp or whatever. Actually, just, you know, like leave a review on your favorite podcast app telling people how amazing we are. That's right. And even if you don't think we're amazing, just lie. I mean, just, it's the internet. Everybody lie. lies anyway. You, you know. listen to us all the way to the end of this episode. The least you could do. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but seriously, though, happy Canada Day. Yes, happy, happy Independence, Independence Day. Day. Everybody have a great week. Thanks for joining us. Trish, do the thing. All right. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, queries, or freakouts, you can reach us at Time Machine with Trish and Mike on Instagram, Time Machine with Trish and Mike at gmail.com. Put it all into the Google machine and you'll find us on YouTube. Um, hit subscribe and like our videos and maybe we'll get, you know, that proper little actual uh, legitimized tag and we can have our name on there. Or you can go to Anchor and leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, and thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you next week right here on The Time Show.